Welcome to On The Fly, the fly fishing podcast for people on the fly, with Ben and Steve from Meander Flyco. We're going to share some anecdotes, chat to other passionate fishers, and share some tips and techniques, because there's always something to learn in this game. Basically, we want to keep you connected to your passion when you can't be out on the water. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast or check out our store or our socials at Meander Flyco, where we're passionate about equipping you for adventure. Well, welcome to On The Fly. Ben, how are you? I'm well, thanks, Steve. Pretty good. good, mate. This is uh, Series 1 On The Fly, Episode 7, I think we're up to. Seven. Right? Yep, some say a lucky number. Lucky lucky 7. Lucky 7. Mate, I think 7 episodes is enough to us to have, have a bit of a reflection about ourselves and oh. and uh, have, a, have a little bit of a meeting. How's the podcast going, do you think? Uh, I don't know. It's good fun. We're enjoying it. I think the thing <laughs> I, I love most about this is just uh, the opportunity to meet a few other guys that are really passionate about fly fishing and chat to them. And, you know, we could probably talk for all hours of the day about fly fishing, given the chance. So yeah. that's just been good fun, I guess. It has been good. We've, we've done a few different things. We've had uh, we've, we've some, done some live recordings <laughs> on some trips. Yep. Yeah. We had Tim Black down there, the Snowies. That was good fun. Yeah, Always a good yeah. trip when you have Tim along. Um, it is. We, you, you took uh, young Reedy from um, down yep, Tasmania, down Tassie. around the River, and you went up to the Western Lakes. Yep, and Reedy great... and my brother-in-law Ross. That was good fun too. Good day. Yeah, yeah. Had uh, Erhan on from from Victoria, and a, a comp fisherman, um, and that was a great uh, episode and intro to comp fishing. So, yeah, that was probably I, the thing I loved about that. It was, it was probably uh, a bit more technical than other ones we've done, and we're going to look to do a bit more of that stuff in future. So, if there's anyone out there looking for things. For us to podcast about, we'd love some feedback at info at meanderflyco.com.au. If people have got uh, topics or things they'd love us to discuss, we have got some guests lined up for future episodes. So uh, that would be good to hear from people out there that maybe want us to talk about specific things. Yeah, that'd be great, I think. And um, lo- love the feedback we're getting. Um, happy happy for people to give us a rating on the podcast and, and yeah, send us those, uh, those topics. That'd be wonderful. But what have we got going on today, Ben? What's... What's well, today's pod got in store? Well, we um, I think for many fly fish shows, uh, New Zealand's a bit of a mecca when it comes to fly fishing, and it's not too far from where we are in Australia. It's a it's a very realistic trip for a lot of us. I've been over um, and done a little bit of fishing over there, but there's there's so much ground to cover, and we're we're really privileged today to jump across the ditch, and uh, and a young gun out of New Zealand, uh, he's on the youth uh, fly fishing team for New Zealand. That's Ollie Bassett, who we've sort of connected with over the last six months and really enjoyed getting to know him and, and, uh, and sharing his passion for fly fishing. Um, so we asked if he wanted to come on and just chat a little bit about New Zealand fly fishing and he's happy to do that. So, Well, how, uh, how about we jump straight into it? Yep, sounds good. Well, uh, we've uh, got a special, special guest on the show today. Elusive. An elusive, illustrious, <laughs> illustrious guest from probably what we would consider to be maybe the second best country in the world. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and that's New Zealand. So, uh, welcome to Ollie Bassett. Who's uh, welcome, Ollie? Hey, how you doing? Good mate. And and Ollie's uh, a New Zealand youth team member. He's a fly fly fisherman, a comp fisherman, and an all round good guy. And uh, we kind of. Met Ollie through uh, the Fly Fish Live competition, actually, yeah. and uh, where Ben and I were able to sort of um, be guest commentators on on his 
his competition against Tom Jarman. Uh, so, yeah, we, we thought Ollie was a great guy to get on as a guest speaker and just to have a bit of it. We, weren't, about... we, weren't, his, we weren't on his. You've forgotten already. Yeah, we were. No. What are you talking about? We were the we one watched, before. We watched. We were on the one before. It's all right. Steve, right. Steve just having a senior moment. He does this from time to time. <laughs> we're going to leave. We're going to leave this in the podcast, by the way. I, I watched you. I watched. I watched. <laughs> we did I watch the Tom Jarman match with you. That's right. But you're right. No, you're right. We, we watched we the Tom Jarman um, wet weather one. Yeah, versus Lewis, I think it was. Versus Louis, yeah. Louis, Louis, Louis yeah. Jesse. Oh, it, was a right. mem- it was a memorable match. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and enough for everyone. It's good to have you on board, Ollie. And um, speaking of accomplishing, you've just finished a comp that you've been doing this weekend. Is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've just got back a few hours ago. So how are the legs? Pretty tired. I've been running <laughs> up and down the river all weekend. <laughs> what for- river were you fishing? Uh, the Furunaki River, which is in the central North Island. Right. New Zealand. All your rivers sound so mysterious to us over here. Beautiful river names. And even yeah, more beautiful rivers, probably. Oh, it's a cool river. So, anyway, we got you on board just to talk about, um, I mean, for us looking at fly fishing in New Zealand, New Zealand uh, is a bit of a fly fishing mecca for anyone around the world, I guess, that sees photos of the fishing that comes out of the place. We sort of salivate, don't we? <laughs> we do. Um, we do. And so we got we wanted to get you on just to talk about what it was like growing up in New Zealand, um, and how you got into fly fishing, and, and and what that whole scene means to you. So I guess maybe we could start with a question we ask all our guests, which is first of all, how did you get into fly fishing? I don't really know how I ended up being so obsessed with fly fishing. I, I've always been a keen fisherman since I was really little, and we used to have a a boat. Um, well, we've actually got another boat now, but for a while we had no boat, and. I was kind of upset because I wasn't really sure where to go fishing or what to do. And one day my friend, um, one of our family friends, brought us back a bunch of trout. And that kind of reminded me, oh, well, actually, we've got trout, so I can, I can go spin fishing for trout. And I was like, that sounds great. So off I went with high expectations and caught nothing and then caught nothing the next time and the next time and the next time. And I, I, I remember when I'd been driving through Taupo seeing um, people fly fishing and one of my granddads used to fly fish, so... I was kind of always a bit interested in it and I just decided I saw some videos online and I was just like, I'll give it a go. I bought the cheapest fly rod combo I could and broke it on my first outing and struggled away for six months. But eventually I caught a a fish and it was a a big fish. It was a five pound rainbow and it definitely got me hooked and kind of just been getting more and more into it ever since really just been, just been going and going and going. It's been great. Mate, you used the word obsessive there at the start, and I want to ask you about that because it seems that everyone we meet in this game is absolutely obsessive about it. <laughs> what is it? What? What? I mean, what? What's it like? Are you going to sleep at night dreaming of this, and and um, you know, getting up and planning the, the next thing, or um, do do you speak to anyone and, and not talk <laughs> about fly fishing? Depends. It depends who you ask. <laughs> I try not to talk about fishing all the time, but it's, it's, I'm always, I often think about it. Like I, I often, I'm often watching fishing videos and things and I'm just sitting tying flies now. It's a, <laughs> you said you're exhausted. You're just you're tying flies. flies. Yeah. His legs are exhausted, but his hands, hands must be okay. You asked me. And it's, it is, it's true. Like you say, Steve, just this familiar story of saw someone fly fishing. There was something romantic, something, that drew me in and I went and got my first combo and started. And then I never hear anyone say, and then I just didn't pick it up again. 
it seems to be that it's just something that really gets in your blood. And I don't, I know for me, my first combo was a cheap combo like most guys. And I actually dreamt about fly casting before I'd actually cast the fly. And I found that when I first cast a fly, it just happened because I dreamt about it um, and I could just do it. So, yeah, absolutely. We, we love the fact that you, you're obsessive. Uh, you're a little bit younger than us. And um, that's also something that's good because you are a New Zealand youth fly fishing team member. How did you get into the comp scene and into uh, competition fish, fishing for New Zealand, Ollie? Um, that's a good question. Uh... I think I I think I'd seen in a variety of places and heard about this whole chick nymphing and I I was always keen to catch fish because I've been I've been doing the kind of classic Kiwi style of big indicator and two nymphs below it and fishing the streams around Rotorua and that's that works well there and it's good and I was having fun and I think one day I saw I think it was a famous Czech mountain biker I don't remember his name but he was there with another Czech friend and they were on the river and I just came across them at the pool a random pool. And they were just pulling fish out left, right, and center, and I was just like, "Wow!" I didn't really, didn't really know what to make of that. And then I, that kind of planted the seed in my head of this whole check nymphing thing. So I thought I'd give it a go. And this was a few years back, kind of before there was quite so much information available. And I went into one of the fishing shops, which was at the time open in Auckland. We were on a family holiday. I was probably it's probably four years ago now, and I talked to a famous New Zealand comp uh, competitor called Yoshi. Uh, and I talked to him about, uh, chicken nymphing and I, I think I got some colored, colored nylon, like bicolor indicator. And I was rigging that up in my nine foot six weight and I started doing it. And then I met a guy called Johnny Gummer, um, who's, I uh, really helped me out, uh, getting into comp fishing. There was another young guy who kind of came through a similar pathway to me and he, he had just come back from youth worlds and he was running, um, running some little clinics to help out the youth guys. And I went along and from there it kind of progressed. I ended up entering my first comp and got last in that. And then I got last in my, my second ever comp and then got last in my third ever comp. And, but I was learning and I was having fun and I just kept, I kept coming back and it's been, I've gotten better and my results have gotten better and I keep learning and I keep having fun. So I, I love it. It's good. It's good fun. It's a brilliant story. And, you know, we find that, a lot of the guys that are in the comp scene say similar things. There's plenty of guys that want to share their information and um, share the knowledge they've learned. And, um, you know, I think that's a really a great thing to hear is that, you know, young blokes like you, and, and I mean, I'm sure you've got lots to pass on now. And that's part of the reason we wanted to get you on the podcast is just to hear a bit of your story and your journey and, and uh, some of the things that you've learned. Um, but it is really great to hear that, that there's so many people out there that are willing with their time and their information. Um, well, it's a bit of a there's, a, there's a bit of an elitism sometimes, a bit of a, a um, stereotype about the fly fishermen being elitist and not wanting to share um, share ideas or not even, you know, looking down their noses at the, the lure fishermen or the bait fishermen and maybe there's some truth to that. But um, if, if you don't pass on that 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 skill or that advice, then the, the sport dies, doesn't mm. it? So we hope that to happen. Yeah, it's... It's been really good. I've had a lot of guys over the years help me out and just kind of show me the ropes. And just I just pick up things from everyone, and I'm always trying to learn. And it's because really that that's why I got into it. I was I never really never thought I'd get into any team or anything, and I wasn't. I didn't even think at the time I was interested in winning or anything like that. It was just I wanted to become better at fishing, and I thought this was a good way to do it. And honestly, it was mm. just partially an excuse to go do more fishing. 
because mm. sound saying i'm going to go train for a competition to my mum and dad and they were like oh, okay we'll take you to the river sounded better than oh i just feel like going fishing <laughs> but it kind of it kind of grew on me and i enjoy it and i've just had a friend who's been getting into comps and uh yeah he's he agrees it's just it's just an amazing way to to learn and inevitably you'll do terribly in the first few but inevitably but you're going to get better and better and i think that's what it's all about it's really great fun and, and would you say it's as much as competition as yourself as it is the fish and the river and the people you're competing against? Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I don't when I'm competing, I don't really worry too much about once I'm actually fishing. I don't worry about what other people are catching. There's nothing I can do about that. It's all about controlling the controllables you can control, really. So, I, I all I can focus on is the fish in front of me, the beat in front of me, so the stretch of water I've been given to fish. And if if that's a bad piece of water, then I've just got to make it into an average piece of water and if it's a good piece of water I need to catch lots of fish out of it and it's just all I can do is focus on what's in front of me I think it's mm. I think it's helped a lot um teachers taught me to stay calm when I'm under stress and things and what were the conditions like in your comp today I mean what were some of those those controllable things that you could manage and those those ones that were out of your control uh yeah so going into the comp this morning I was quite nervous. I didn't sleep that well last night because uh, I was sitting in first equal um, after the first two sessions uh, with uh, equal with Corey, who's a pretty legendary fisherman in New Zealand. That's Corey yeah. Scott, is it? Um, yeah. Out of retirement for one more comp. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a pretty hot field. You tell yeah, me. it was. It was. Uh, there was. There was a lot of uh, really good anglers there, but I. Um, I was. Yes, yeah, so I was pretty nervous. And I, I, I had a beat that I think Corey had caught nine off and another fisherman, John Ballard, caught six off. And I, I knew it from practice and I was, I knew that there had been a lot more in there in practice. And so I suspected that there was something different. Maybe the river was lower. And they, they said it was really, really hard. And I was like, oh, no. Because I knew I had to beat Corey, who had a good beat, um, which I had fished mm-hmm. earlier in the comp. So I knew there was lots of fish in it. So I wasn't actually holding out much hope for winning, but what I was holding out hope for was getting on the podium. And I just, I was trying, I just tried to focus on what was in front of me and not worry about what the other guys were doing. And it, I was quite nervous. And then I started catching fish. I, um, and once you, once you get into that, I think it was like a flow state where you, you catch one after the other and it, you kind of, the nerves go away and you just you're kind of in the flow of things and you stop, you don't lose fish and it's just all perfect. And you just got to, mm. I don't know, it's it's kind of hard to describe. I suppose it's, I think the flow state is kind of the term that people use. Yeah, where it's just all falling yeah, into and place you just, for you and you're almost not even thinking. You're yeah, just doing. I don't, I think I, mm. I kind of got a mid-pack in the session. I got beaten by a few people with uh, bigger fish than I did because um, there's a lot of smaller fish in the beat. But I had good fun and I managed to hang on to third. So that was great. Um, Congratulations. Oh, mate. yeah, it was It was good. Um, that's pretty happy. Sounds brilliant. Now, you 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 mentioned that you do a lot of comp fishing. You obviously do a lot of <laughs> yeah, well. yeah, a lot. Um, and um, and just just uh, we've we've got a just got to ask while you're on there. And um, what's what's your your maybe most memorable New Zealand fishing memory? Uh, if, you, if you could just pick one, you got one, or is that too, oh, too hard? So many good ones. Um. Just recently, I was down in the South Island and on a family holiday, and I, I'd been thinking how I could sneak into some good fishing, and I, I talked to some people and figured out because everyone knows there's the big mouse fish down in the South Island that feed on the the mice, 
and that was more of a last summer thing but there's still some hanging around and i i really wanted to get get um get onto some of those and try and catch one i knew that'd be big and smart but i just seeing one would have been cool and i ended up at this random little river in the middle of nowhere which sand flies were eating us and the family was like why are we here but and managed to catch two really nice fish uh, one of which was on the dry fly and i was i was really stoked with that and it was just beautiful sight fishing and um, uh yeah it was great but another great memory is fishing uh one of the central north island rivers it was evening rise and i was out out late and i've been fishing through this pool and i'd fish through it fish through it nymphing and then i just sat down i caught a few nothing special and the pool came alive after dark there was like 40 fish rising and all around me, the mm. water was just rising. One after the other, it was like five, six pound rainbow. Boom, boom, boom. And I was there until nearly midnight. It was, that, was, that was amazing. And the moon rose. And as the moon rose, you could see the rises. And I don't know. That's kind of, it's got me a bit excited. Magic moment. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, you know, I want to be back there. And, and, it, and it plays back in your mind. Yeah. I think that's one of the things about this game is you just got these memories that, you know, you can play on repeat in your mind. Whenever you're having exactly. a down day, you can go, oh, well. I had that moment. Yeah, and just looking forward to the next time you can get out, and it's it's a it's a freeing and relaxing experience as well. Because, yeah. Hey, Ollie, we were chatting uh, uh, not too long ago actually about your new venture with Yarn and Champion Flies, and I uh, just thought, you know, if you could take a moment to tell us about that, we, we ordered a couple of boxes of your flies, and and um, they look brilliant. I can't wait. Have they arrived? Um, um, yep. Yeah, well, they've. They're about oh, to, I think. Nice. Yeah, because <laughs> I, um, I was wondering, they must be about yeah, to I'm arrive because I sent them about two weeks ago or something. Shipping's a bit yeah, slow with yeah, COVID. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're keeping our on the letterbox, that's for yeah. sure. Um, and, um, but they, they look brilliant. You've got them on your Instagram and so on. So what, what sort of um, – tell us a bit about this new venture because it's interesting that, that it's a cross – Cross uh, continental, intercontinental, <laughs> yeah. would you say? An intercontinental business model. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I was lucky enough to go to the, the Youth World Fly Fishing Champs in 2019 in the Czech Republic. And I think one of the best things about those international comps is kind of the friends you meet. And you make all these contacts mm. around the world. And I, during lockdown and kind of before that as well, but especially during lockdown in March and April, both me and my friend Jan in the Czech Republic were really bored because we were both at home and we'd run out of fly tying materials and we couldn't go fishing. So we we just started chatting a bit more on Messenger and just hanging out. And, and we, we, we were doing that in, I think it was about August. I, I sold some flies to a guy that I was helping with some fishing. And Jan went, bro, that's crazy money. I'm like, like $3.50 a fly. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like yeah, that's just a good point. He's like, He's like, we should start a business. And it, like, it just, the ideas started flowing. And then suddenly we, we actually did it. Like it, we've, we've, we're selling uh, boxes of nymphs. So we, we came up with the patterns that we like to use during comps. And it was actually interesting because we, we both use the same flies, even though he's from the Czech Republic and I'm from New Zealand. Mm. And we, we tied all, uh, he tied most of them. And then I've been um, helping out as well with the custom orders. And we've been we've been importing the nets that we use both use for the uh, comp fishing, which are from the Czech Republic, and we've been selling a lot of those. And uh, it's kind of growing now, and it's it's crazy. And I don't know, we didn't I don't think we really expected it to take off this well. There's obviously a lot of interest out there for competition fly patterns, and we've got a dry fly box, and which we sell as well. 
so yeah we're just kind of expanding we're thinking of doing some light boxes and it's great it's been keeping us busy and champion flies because i understand jan is actually well he was the youth world yeah champion, jan right? and uh is in the czech youth team um and they won the youth world uh, fly fishing champs which was great to see so it's not just the name it's it's it's, it's oh, yeah. deal. you are fishing <laughs> yeah. we, we um we we couldn't decide what to what to call it it literally took us two or three weeks to decide the name that was probably the hardest part of the whole thing we every day he would call me and be like <laughs> i don't know and it was like and we came up with all sorts of names which sound pretty cringy in hindsight so we, we decided on that name um i don't know just to kind of link it back to competition fishing not really to us but just to uh, just to try and show that that's the good patterns that the top guys are all using around the world so and like you say, it's, it's it's amazing that although there's so many different fish in so many different rivers, there seem to be some flies that just work everywhere. And, and you guys, are really yeah, it's, it's crazy. Well. If you um, if you look in the top boxes of a lot of guys around the world, like in America and Czech Republic, France, and, and like Australia, the guys over there, everyone everyone likes flies like the pheasant tail um, and mm. CDC uh, caddis and tag flies with an orange tag sort of thing and i don't know there's something universal about what the fish like so mm. honestly the some of the flies that i tied in the czech republic for the youth worlds when i was there to catch different species of fish like perch and dace and chub and grayling and brown trout as well i was using those literally those flies i used today in the last session and the rainbow trout and browns over here were gobbling them right down it was crazy the fish everywhere seem to like the same stuff. Well, maybe that's an idea for another podcast, mate. If if we could get you and even maybe Yarn in time on to talk about some of your yeah, that'd be patterns. that'd be great. Um, that'd be a really cool thing to do. We we might uh we understand that you guys have just gone to lockdown. Uh, it's here, not it's not a lockdown. I just uh there's just a few cases of COVID's popped up in Auckland, so they've oh, right. they've announced. I don't hundred percent sure how it works, but it's called like level three. So it's it's like not the full restrictions, okay. but it's. I don't think people in Auckland can leave Auckland or something. Well, sounds like you've got a bit of time at the. Well, Boston luckily I don't live in Auckland. Look, we, so. we do <laughs> Thankfully, so if you live in Auckland, you're a bit, a bit further away from the rivers. And you're around. Uh, where um, you? Yeah, around Tarang, yeah. yeah, perfect. All right, mate. We'll hey, no problem. Again. It was great to chat to you guys. Yeah, good to chat again, mate. We'll we'll let you know how we go with those flies, but I'm sure it'll be a good yeah. story. We've got to find some time in the oh, water awesome. first, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We're not as my as my friend would say, we're all not right. all nineteen and single. Because I always ask him, Hey, do you want to come fishing? He just replies, he just quotes he just quotes that. I.e. we we some of us have jobs. <laughs> I, might have to, <laughs> I might have to put that one in the repertoire, yeah. I think, because it's certainly the case for us. Yeah. But um, it's look, it's good to be doing this sort of stuff because it certainly keeps us involved and keeps us passion, uh, the passion burning. So thanks for sharing your no problem. Thanks, guys. Time, I really mate. appreciate and, um, it. Congrats yeah, on the result in the comp, and I'm sure we'll chat again. Yep, we'll do. Buddy. Easy as. Bye. Right, thanks, Dolly. Catch you later. Thanks for listening in to On the Fly with Meander Flyco. Don't forget to subscribe or check out our socials or online store at Meander Flyco. Until next time, tight lines.